I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. This show is created in the Midwest. Our star reviewer is based out of the East Coast. So we are no stranger here to the inherent culture clash of locale. I'm Bratwurst and Pabst, Steve's Lobster and Sam Adams. Today's book adds a greater stressor to that equation, however, money. Edith Wharton is our focus today on Book of the Day. Welcome to Book of the Day here on CPL Radio. This is the show where we talk books and not much else. Although on occasion we do talk other things, so that is wrong. Anyway, our book critic at large is Steve Donahue in Boston, and good day to you, sir. Hello, everybody. Edith Wharton. If digressing is wrong, I don't want to be right. (laughs) (laughs) My goodness. (laughs) Yesterday was the 70s. Let's keep it in the... (laughs) Let's see what we can do here. Uh, Although our book title today is one from uh, quite some time back, uh, quite some time ago. Uh, Edith Wharton. The Custom of the Country. Widely seen as one of Edith Wharton's two great masterpieces, along with The House of Burn. The story of the aforementioned Midwesterner. Undine Sprague. <laughs> Great name. In order to, much as I did myself, sleep her way to the top of society. <laughs> and just as in my case, it tragically fails. <laughs> it is uh, a uh, a lifestyle fraught with peril. It's not easy to do. <laughs> no. For every no. one of us, it's a failure. <laughs> but the uh, the story is remarkable. In a number of ways, as is the particular edition that we've got under our microscope today. Of course, keep in mind, particular editions don't really matter now as much with classics as they ever have in the past. Sure. Only because, of course, your friendly neighborhood library has the classics right to hand for free. You to go in and borrow. But also because... Uh, Books that are out of common domain are free on sites like Project Gutenberg. Right. 
Right, absolutely. And Project Gutenberg carefully curates their eBooks, unlike Google, so the, the file will be nice and clean, mm-hmm. and everybody reads on their phone anyway. So, our copy's got a little packing tape on it, probably. So, <laughs> well, I wanted to ask about that. The specific edition that we we might be talking about a bit today is the Penguin Classic Deluxe Edition. Relatively new. It's relatively new. It has a preface by Sofia Coppola. Interesting choice. I gather. Uh, a movie director of some kind. She, uh, so, it's, it's, in, it runs in the family. <laughs> so maybe the, uh, the coronavirus Omicron variant gave rise to the pedant variant and every single scholar on Edith Wharton has died. <laughs> we have a movie director writing a preface to a, a deluxe edition, but at least we can give penguin credit for trying because if the presence of a movie director writing the preface to the edition doesn't scare you off certainly the ugliest cover in the history of book covers will certainly do the job you're not a fan (laughs) we we here at cedarburg public library radio are here to tell you that the customer of the country is brilliant (laughs) you should persevere (laughs) despite all the attempts by penguin classic deluxe edition to get you not to read the book despite all of that you should persevere. I'm surprised the thing isn't a pop-up book. And, well, I will flash the cover here uh, right about now. A note to myself, uh, Editor Jeff, later in the day. But, um, I mean, I've seen worse. It uh, didn't completely turn my stomach. Uh, <laughs> I, they're, they're trying to go for a certain something here, I think. Whether they pulled it off is... <laughs> if you've seen worse covers, then you are once again flashing back to all the meatloaf albums of your youth. <laughs> A little bad out of hell here. Oh, my. But the story (laughs) itself, regardless of packaging, here at Cedarburg Public Library, we're all about judging a book by its cover. (laughs) But but the book itself is brilliant. And the most memorable way in which it's brilliant is the most mysterious way, which is that you love reading about Undine Sprague, even though she's one of the most thoroughly unsympathetic characters in all of literature. She as I as I read the overview in the synopsis, I I, uh, I was wondering if perhaps uh, they were giving her a uh, short shrift on Wikipedia. Oh, no. Sounds like that's not the case. <laughs> she has not a single redeeming characteristic. All she is is avarice in human form. So she ruins her her relations with her family. She ruins her husband, the husband that she eventually finds. And even when all that is done, and she's found another husband. She's. We leave her poised on the brink of ruining him too. Yes, she, she does not learn. She does not introspect, and yet you can't stop reading. When that ought to turn off the reader, it, well, a character that reptilian ought to turn off the reader. In 2022, though, a character with all the traits you just mentioned—it's <laughs> <laughs> oh, the revenge of being dragged. Yes, you're probably right. Probably she would out do there very the well. Is even now green lighting. Yes, <laughs> yes, very There's well in this culture. Green lighted as we speak. Yeah, somebody's writing an essay called "We Are All on Dean's Brag." <laughs> <laughs> we may be doing that right here on the show. <laughs> I mean, centuries ago, when you got Vanity Fair. And you got the character of Becky Sharp. The uh, the writer thought, well, I certainly have to balance her with likable characters. This, there's nothing like that. And it, and it doesn't need it. Yeah. It's the weirdest thing. 
I want to chalk it up to Edith Wharton's writing ability rather than the depraved nature of our own era, because no one, no one's ever be able, been able to. In the, in earlier and healthier decades of American history, people still couldn't stop reading about this horrible, horrible person. Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> that, is, I mean, that is a weird kind of classic. Yeah, yeah. She's clearly, I mean, to call her misguided would be, I guess, one thing. But this is like, it sounds like she no, has no. at least right. such she, a sea of wreckage in her wake. That right. this is and a she's mis- not misguided. She is, in fact, at many points in the course of the book, correctly guided. She just <laughs> doesn't care. <laughs> she, she doesn't care. And not only that, but when her own horrible personality, her own horrible bottomless greed drives her right to the edge of social and financial destruction, she doesn't learn. Hmm. There's not a moment of introspection. She wow. just thinks the vessel that I used up was imperfect. I'll find a different vessel. Do we think uh, Miss Wharton was uh, obviously? Is there is there satire involved here, or is she uh, just making a very blunt commentary on what possibly America is about? I, I wouldn't say that there's satire involved. Okay. I would say it's more just pure acid etched commentary. <laughs> Edith Wharton knew people like Undine Sprague. They very much did exist, and they very much do still exist. I won't, I won't look in the direction of TikTok, but there are still people out there who are just literally soulless sociopaths who only care about having five houses. There always have been such people, <laughs> and Edith Wharton knew such people. And I think probably at one point in her early life, might have been tempted to become one of such people. And mm. This this book is born out of anger. The, it's uh, born out of anger at the path not taken, uh, anger and relief at the path not taken. But it, I mean, there are other characters in the book. The thing that often gets overlooked by Customer of the Country is that it's full of memorable characters, but mm-hmm. they're all in the shadow of this one weird fictional creation. Monstrous. In Well, in other fictional monstrous creations, there are glimmers of sympathy, mm-hmm. right? I mean, Captain Ahab is pretty monstrous. You can't help feel a little sorry for him as well. And some of the other characters see that as well, but not Undine Sprague, no. So the point that I would want to make about the book, as opposed to this edition, is that it will hook you. It will pull you right in. No matter what the people are wearing, no matter how old the book is, it will pull you in immediately. It is very, very much alive, as so many of the great classics are. Uh, It's just they... They get they get a premature burial because they get taught in high schools. Sure, sure. But I'm curious to know uh, what the status is with with classics like this in your library system. Do students, we, use them, for instance, or there are you know there's an interesting um, cycle that happens wherein people will just regular folk will kind of say I need to add more classics to my diet, and so you will see. Little spikes, and um, certainly with uh, the the Penguin Works, the way they package them. Although, like I said, it sounds like today is a bit more <laughs> choice is a bit more controversial when it comes to uh, window dressing. Um, but um, yeah, I think that, and uh, certainly a show like this. I mean, to pat ourselves in the back, um, you described it to a point where I'm sure I'm I'm in the shoes of any of our patrons. I want to read this now. I want to, I want to spend some time with this odious individual. <laughs> That's what I say right before every show. 
<laughs> and here we are. <laughs> that is the book of the day. Edith Wharton, um, the Midwest uh, East Coast connection. Uh, she is trying to uh, better herself by any means necessary, it sounds like. And uh, there's something very delicious about that. Sign me That's up. A very good word for the book. Yeah. It's a delicious book. Oh, <laughs> perfect Christmas fair too, because I'm all about counter programming. <laughs> <laughs> all right, everybody. That is your book of the day. Uh, that book can be found in our library system. We don't have one on site here at Cedarburg Public Library. I'm going to work on that as I always do after these shows. Thanks, everybody. Thank you, Steve. Bye bye.